As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Bird to your mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just some high-flying, ran fast vertical stems of professors from Penn watching eagles eat and pray like pazookies on birthdays. It's Philadelphia, Marissa Bowen, Zach kicking it. Cooler than three penguins till Zach runs off with his valet keys. He's a real nuanced goose. Pull up a branch, get loose, it's time for some juice on some Birds with Friends. The early bird gets the worm, but prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds with Friends. Marissa Bowen, Zach are here to Squawk. Don't miss the mistress talk on some. I don't call it the offseason. I call it the non-playing season. Is that what you say when people, you know, normies ask you about what you do in the offseason? You say it's the, not the offseason, it's the non-playing season? I don't correct them, but I'll call it the non-playing season. Okay. I'll feel like there's the playing season. The, the NPO. <laughs> yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Birds with Friends on a scorching Friday afternoon. Bo Wolf, Marissa Dunn, and now. Please welcome to the stage, <laughs> the Stone Cold Newsman himself. Give a big round of applause for Zachary Berman. Is that is, is that a reference to the brick uh, virtual backdrop here? Oh, it's virtual. It's virtual. <laughs> yes, yes. It's virtual. I thought you had. Uh, I thought you had gone off jet set to uh, just record in front of a brick wall. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a pretty ambitious jet set there, huh? Uh, no, I am I am out of town, and I'm in a hotel room, and uh, to, to make sure I care a lot about backdrops, as we've discussed previously That's true. on the show. That's true. You missed a backdrop. I tried to set it up so you had a view of where I am in the back, but the, the, the lighting made it a challenge. So instead of just having a curtain, I played around first with an athletic backdrop, but it mm. cropped out the side of my face here. The best side so, of your face. <laughs> so then I, I went I went brick. There's a handful of other backdrops I could try, but did you try wheat or uh or do you understand that reference, Marissa? No. Little, okay. little settlers of Catan joke kind no. of just trying to no. only, only the cool guys here, huh? It's a pretty um, good uh it's a pretty good virtual brick. You know, they've done yeah. the work to like, you know, make some of those pieces of brick darker than the others you know this is not just uh, ms paint we're working with no <laughs> shot at jimmy kemsky no shot at jim kemsky at all uh, anyways big week for the eagles and uh excited to talk about it okay well i guess uh, i guess we'll talk about it boy huge day yesterday as the eagles unveiled 
the first organized team activity for uh, reporters to see. We will see one more next week, and that'll be it. So we can talk a little bit about that. Marissa, how are you? I'm doing great. Um, it's a sunny, hot Friday afternoon. I mean, it's June. It's awesome. Pretty good. How about you guys? Pretty good. And uh, I do think I think now is the time to announce that oh. this year's Ospreys will be taking place most likely, barring <laughs> uh, barring postponement, which has happened in the past, next Thursday night. That is what the tenth, the eighth, June eighth at uh, nine p.m. Is that what we're saying? Nine p.m. You know the, the big events when you get them on uh, on on prime time. These huge ratings bonanzas. It's like the NBA finals. They have to yeah. start a little bit later. You put the kids to bed. Pre-game um, show, you know. Pre-game show. You got to make sure the West Coast can see it. They can get home from work in time. You got to right. take all those factors in, into consideration. And uh, this will be. The Birds with Friends baby shower celebration from Marissa Dunn. So uh, the call out to listeners that I would like uh, I would like you to do. Please reach out to me, either to the uh, the Birds with Friends podcast at gmail.com email address or shoot me a DM or whatever you want to do. Holler at me in the streets. Send us um, your uh, like your your uh, love letters to Marissa what you appreciate the most about her and maybe like, how about like a, like a nice little, uh, little stanza of a rhyming poem. How about that? <laughs> or any parenting advice. I'm a little, or any parenting advice or any, or any name advice. I'm, yeah. Names still, still don't have a name. I'm a little scared about this. Uh, Zach and I were just discussing beforehand. A lot of times, you know, I work with you to create the whole rundown for the Ospreys and Bo called me the other day and was like, yeah, I only want you to do this one thing. Everything else, I got it. I'll just play it live. <laughs> so if this Dangerous. is Zach and I's last week of working here. <laughs> Please don't fly. joke. Please don't joke. Yes. Somebody <laughs> in the chat asked if a haiku is okay. A haiku works. Yeah. Uh, whatever, what, whatever you think is the appropriate way to fet Marissa, uh, please, please send it over. Yeah, I, I, I can only imagine, you know, I'm interviewing somewhere else because I got fired here because of the Ospreys. They say, what happened at your previous employer? I thought you were doing well. And I say, well, I let my co-host plan the Osprey Awards. Well, Ron DeSantis and- showed up. and <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So, uh, please, I, I, I love working at The Athletic. Please don't do anything to jeopardize that. Yeah. I mean, it's, this is Marissa we're talking about. Where there's nothing, you know, untoward about the world's best producer. Well, I agree there, but I mean, unseen cameos are always a, you know. Yes, I've got a couple in already that I'm happy that I'm happy about. So I haven't watched them yet, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so and, and so exciting night, and of course, we will also be, uh, you know, awarding important awards. For uh, what was a momentous Eagle season, so this is a big, this is a big Ospreys. It seems all we do with the Ospreys is say farewell to somebody, mm. no. right? Like, Don't worry, not... I'm coming back. I mean, it's only, this is only two Good. out of yes. six Ospreys, but yeah. yes, <laughs> true. I will hopefully be back in time for a, a play a playoff run. Um, June. Wow, what a oh man, what January what booking 2nd. that would be. Man. Yeah, January second is my return date. So um, yeah. I mean that's just the boost we would need at that point of the season. We you know go through the the, the 
yeah. uh, the grind of a regular season to get the uh, like the hot tag of yeah. of Marissa coming back to the show. Ooh boy, <laughs> ask a jail and her. I'm sorry. Go on. No, I will obviously be listening and still be in touch with things and sending pictures. So it's not like I'm gonna be, you know, just totally off the grid. But What's Jalen Hurts? Or like reaction? going to a, like a rival company, starting a rival podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, don't worry. Yeah, okay. What's uh, What's Jalen Hurts' reaction when they're preparing for a big postseason game, and Bo says, "What kind of boost is it to the team <laughs> that, that Marissa Dunn is back for for Birds with Friends podcast?" He's like, "You yeah. mean you mean Michael's wife, <laughs> the guy we traded for in week five to, to be our starting right guard?" <laughs> Well, well Love that, guy. that one, Cam Jurgens is going to the Hall of Fame, right? So, <laughs> I mean, you know, Cam Jurgens is here. Michael Dunn's up here. Like, if the Eagles oh, can make that, that move, you got to make that move. Yep. All right, Zach. Um, so you were on the uh, Jaden Hazelwood plan, um, meaning that you were not in attendance yesterday. Is he in the wedding that you are that you're at? <laughs> uh, I, I would doubt it, honestly. Um, okay, but you can't rule it out. Maybe. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't roll it out. No. Okay. All right. We might be uh, onto something here. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, unfortunately, um, even I, I moved the flight to try to get the practice and practice was a little later than. I think anyone listening be. to this show would, would understand that you made every effort possible and were, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. like physically pained to not be there despite the fact that it was a spring practice. Um, yeah, I I'll share. My wife says to me, because I was hey, my wife. Came, my wife will be. She says to me, and she was. She says. Emily says. <laughs> Emily says to me that the, you know, I was oh. as as Bo can attest. I was pretty peeved that I wasn't going to be at the session, <laughs> and I was like really frustrated. Like it affected my entire mood, unfortunately. And she says hey, to me, comes very, my wife over here, and is what she, she says. Is she, she says to me very innocently. She says. I don't understand. They're still going to be able to practice, right? <laughs> I, I say, yes. She's like, so, so you don't need to be there. And I say, no, I, I need to be there for me, for my job. She's like, can't Bo handle it? And I was like, yes, but, you know, FaceTime and uh, I, I I don't miss practices. And she said, get over it. It'll be fine. But, Good answer. Um, yeah, that was that was her response. But uh, I, I miss being there and I, I can't wait for next week. Mm, there you go. So, but uh, the the softball there, the the, the pitch that I'm throwing to yes. you is, is I have questions for you. Yeah, what, yes. you were you so were many. so physically pained. It was yep. ruining your mood. You got a nice little jet set uh, 48 hours away with the wife to go dance on the dance floor, get a celebration. <laughs> your your mind is elsewhere on Jaden Hazelwood. What are the questions that are bumping around? Yeah. So in that many big old eagles cranium of yours. So many. Well, I have about five hours of questions, but we will limit it to one hour uh, with a break in there. Um, let's 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 start with this. OK, I know that the depth charts written in sand this time of year. Shout out to Chip Kelly and that players were missing. And it, I, I think uh, you had a good line yesterday. I'm allowed to uh, allude to it in the top of your story where you said, you reported on the absences and you said not in a judgmental way, but in a keeping attendance, you know, informing the reader kind of way. Um, what was the biggest or the biggest depth chart notes? Who was that linebacker? Who was that safety? Who was that right guard? Who was that slot cornerback for the Eagles? 
So uh, just like the checking the box of those positions, who was where, uh, presumably anybody listening to this podcast has maybe seen this before, but uh, let's let's run through it at linebacker. It was, as expected, N'Kobe Dean and uh, Nicholas Morrow. Morrow talked after practice and said that N'Kobe Dean is wearing the green dot. So that's an interesting thing to follow. Um, at safety, it was Reed Blankenship and Terrell Edmonds. There was a portion in the in the late end of practice where Kayvon Wallace was in for Terrell Edmonds. Uh, Sidney Brown was down with the third team, and then he bumped up to the second team at one point. Uh, but it would I would say it's fair to say that right now it's it's Blankenship and Edmonds. Uh, at right guard, it was Cam Jurgens as expected. Tyler Steen with the twos at, at right guard. I thought the most interesting uh, who is lining up with who situation was, uh, and maybe this is what you're going for because you're you know nobody loves a little bit of credit more than ZB because you called this bad boy, was no Avante Maddox, no Josiah Scott, and that meant the first team nickel corner was Zach McPherson. Zach McPherson. Uh, who Zach has been saying uh, is going to be maybe sliding into the inside. A little a little reported analysis from Mr. Zach Berman. Guy has his finger on the pulse. And uh, that's uh, what it turned out to be. I think that's interesting because, um, you know, I, I also did the, the 53-man projection just to sort of uh, get, a, get a sense of, like, you know, where the tough decisions are. And I think that's the deepest position on the roster in terms of real good competition for the bottom of the roster. You've obviously got Darius Slay and James Bradbury and Avante Maddox and Keely Ringo, who are going to be on the team. That's four. Then you've got Greedy Williams, Zach McPherson, Josh Job, who made the team last year, and a couple of interesting undrafted rookies in Eli Ricks and Makai Gardner. So that's probably five guys for two spots. And I think there's a I think I think they would like to find a way to keep McPherson. Mm. Um and if he can play nickel that would be uh, that would seem to be a, a good pathway for him to to be the backup nickel and continue to be a special teams ace. Yeah, coming out of Texas Tech, he was he was viewed as, as a likely nickel in the NFL. You know, the Eagles had been playing him on the outside, but that's that's kind of why I, th- I thought he might go inside. Uh, now you mentioned Devontae Maddox not being there; he was present, correct? But correct. Uh, what what were the lingering injuries from the season? Because it's 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 not as if when the season ends, they they give you this injury report and say, this is what the timetable is going to be for X, Y, and Z. Yeah, well, they also don't give you an injury report for yes. spring, so I don't have an answer sure. for you. For about no, but, no, you could see the guys who were on the sideline. Oh, who not, else? Who else? That's was, what I'm was, saying. Yes, that's what I meant. Oh, yeah. they were asking who, what the injury was. No, 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 no. Um, the the players who were Oh, no, it was Avante Maddox. Mm-hmm. It was uh, Tyree Cleveland. And there's one other player I'm missing. Well, Marlon Tui Pelotu, who is yep. who had his torn ACL in this during the season, so I think that was it. And then attendance wise, uh, just for the the purpose of you know we're talking about practice, who who practice. who was not there? Who was not there? Well, since you're asking, let me pull up the full list uh, if I can get it. Uh, Jaden Hazelwood, as we already talked about, the undrafted rookie wide receiver. I'd love to know the story. Uh, I bet he's got you know it. It must be. Like a like a family wedding or something. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to speculate. It could be. It could be he's injured. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, maybe it's uh, maybe it's a wedding in Boston. Who knows? Uh, Josiah Scott, Brandon Graham, Lane Johnson, Devin Allen, Devonte Smith, Hassan Reddick, Jaden Hazelwood, Fletcher Cox, Josh Sweat, Derek Barnett. There you go. 
So, uh, and we're presuming Derek Barnett's still injury related. Yes. Presuming, but uh, presuming. Yeah. maybe not. Make a yeah. prez out of you and me. Fair enough. Um, who was the standout at practice yesterday? What was the best play you saw? Who was the best player you saw? Uh, I mean, I would definitely hesitate to make any kind of uh, sure. best player type of judgment. Um, you know, it's a spring practice. It's like four periods of seven on seven. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Uh, the best play, the, the standout play, was made by Christian Ellis. He made mm. a leaping interception of Marcus Mariota, um, who was trying to throw the ball to, I believe, Grant Calcaterra. And, you know, Marcus Mariota's been in the league a long time. He's never seen anybody who can cover at linebacker like Christian Ellis can. It's It seemed as if you're not enthralled by Marcus Mariota's throwing motion. Am I correct in that, in that uh, read on it? You're correct. I'm, am I correct that we're just going like beat by beat down my uh, my practice observations and and we're just going to hit every one of those? Is that the idea? Oh, I thought I that's know. what you wanted me to do. No, I wanted. <laughs> I I don't want you to just regurgitate what I wrote. I want to know what what the questions are in your mind. Like what even what have well, you been I, curious I about? I gotta say this, yes, bro. You did. I've said this before when they signed him. I don't like the way that Marcus Mariota throws the ball, but in person, it is it is kind of jarring. It's I mean he's 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 tall. He's certainly the biggest. Um, quarterback they've got, but he's got this like it's sort of like a catcher where he he, he sh- sort of comes right from his ear hole, but it's also herky jerky. I don't know. I don't like it. So shout out to Bo Wolf here. Um, I, <laughs> I, I I just pulled this up, uh, and I'm reading I'm reading the comment sections, and uh, Michael M read all the observations from ten beats. So ten beat writers feels like he's easily easily the most entertaining witty and informative to which Stu S says, get help. I'm kind of with Michael M. Um, Larry K very detail oriented. Just what the fans need. Uh, Like, you know, your practice write up put us there. You were the eyes and ears of your readers, myself included yesterday. I'm I'm, I'm your reader every day, but uh, for me to ask, ask a question that's not covered on there, um, okay, I thought you did a enough. really good job. I I, th- I I thought you were pretty thorough. I also thought that would allow, uh, if if it was worthy enough for you to include in your observations, then you probably have a strong enough take on it to expound on it in the pot. If I asked you like, how did I'm trying that's to think fair. of, a, of a player you didn't cover? Right? Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. You know, like like uh, what were your thoughts of Trey Sermon yesterday? Um, honestly, my thoughts on Trey Sermon were, um, I did like, I did take a moment to think they really do have an interesting running back room now, um, with, with Deandre Swift and Rashad Penny and Kenny Gainwell and, you know, Boston Scott and Trey Sermon, like there's enough guys there as much as we make fun of, uh, the Sirianni like description of, boy, we were, we were really impressed with Trey Sermon in practice, even though we'd never put him on the field. Um, as a fifth running back, like a lottery ticket to to play, I think I think they've done a pretty good job with that room. Did uh, Britton Covey have dad strength? Mm. Uh, you know, not that I noticed, but good question. Okay. Is this what you would like? Is is, is my point? I, I thought if I asked questions related to your uh, right, no, you're, fa- you're, you're right, you're right, you're right. Okay, I got fine. a question because we never yeah. actually talked about it on the last pod. Um, what did the third quarterback situation look like? Because Ooh, we. They changed the rules this year, and we didn't talk about this. And I don't yes. know how this uh, affects the whole roster prediction at the end of the year. But 
it seems like teams are gonna all teams will carry three quarterbacks if they're not counting towards the the active number count right during games this year so what why don't you explain to us what the new rule is zach so the new rule is basically like the older rule whereas uh a team can you give it to us in the presentation of a bill maher new rule (laughs) so the third quarterback uh new rule each each team will designate the an San emergency Francisco quarterback. Forty ers or get as many quarterbacks. We didn't, as we they didn't want. get to this on the last. Yeah, pod. you're right. I, I was actually thinking about that because you teased it. In yeah, YouTube, in the right description. Up, and we didn't and, get to it. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and this obviously, you know, was because of that game versus the Eagles. So. Yeah, which is ridiculous. We can also get yeah. to that as well. Uh, so, so essentially, the way it, it, it was before the third quarterback was included within the game day roster. So basically, teams can designate an, an emergency quarterback. Uh, he does not count against the the game day actives, right? So you you in, you have an extra player to use on game day, essentially. Uh, or though you all, it's the same you were going to use. Most teams didn't have three active before, but if a if both quarterbacks get injured, then the emergency quarterback can be put into the game, and he can stay in the game unless or until one of the quarterbacks gets cleared to return. Uh, that. This cannot be done based on performance. So it can't mm-hmm. be Jalen Hurts gets hurt, Marcus Mariota struggling, so then they go to the emergency quarterback. Now, maybe there's a nebulous thing there where they're like, actually, he, he has an injured shoulder. Uh, but basically, once the injured player gets cleared, the emergency quarterback must get taken out of the game. Uh, but so roster-wise, the player has to be on the 53 has, or has, has, has the like practice squad elevation, potentially. Right. right? Yeah, so the... the um, so you would it would you'd assume that teams all teams are going to carry three quarterbacks, yes. right? And and, and, and the Eagles know. have been in recent years. Right. The Eagles have been keeping the Eagles them. traditionally do. I don't know right. the teams who usually carry two wouldn't just keep with their practice squad thing and maybe use the elevation sometimes. Okay. I don't know. That's why it's such a silly rule. Like, well, you can't elevate him from the practice squad. Yeah, that doesn't count for. Well, the, you can do the game day. You couldn't you, you could couldn't do you game do the no, game day elevation? No. No. no, you cannot. He has to be a member of the 53-man roster. Right, oh, for okay. this rule to ha- apply. For this. But they could, if okay. like someone was going into a game dealing with an injury, they could have a quarterback that they elevated. Right, you could do that, but that then you game. wouldn't. But then he would just be the backup. You wouldn't have. He would the... just be one of their two elevations instead of the that. And he could be rule. active, and then you could have the other, like semi injured. Let's let's say. Oh, the semi injured quarterback Nick, is Nick the Foles guy. has okay. in two thousand. Yeah, has like a nagging okay, injury. You call up yeah. Sudfeld. Foles is the emergency backup just in case he has to play. You could do that. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, yes. so what did the other two quarterbacks look like? That's my question, Bo. You know what? Uh, This is our first time really getting to see Ian Book throw. I thought he looked okay. Um, First time. The guy threw more touchdowns than anyone in Notre Dame history. In person, okay? (laughs) I'm not Rudy. All right? I mean, Ian Book, it's it's not as if they, they... they plucked him out of uh, Zach. How many times have you X. have you heard? Uh, you watch like every post draft press conference that's ever been given by all thirty two teams. You've been covering the league for fifteen years, so that's uh, fifteen times thirty two. That's how many times you've probably seen uh, somebody say something to the effect of, "It really makes a difference when you when you see a guy throw in person." Yeah, I think it's something people say sometimes too. Oh, okay, um, well, I think they're yeah. giving you my eyes. Fair enough. Um, so they, the, the, what they, how they did this practice was in the beginning, there were like, uh, 
fourth team sort of things with like just reps for the younger guys. And then in the middle of practice, they sort of rotated a little bit. So it was more Ian Book than Tanner McKee. And then at the very end of practice, they did another little uh, rookie session with, with mm. Tanner McKee. So um, I thought McKee was okay. It, it, tough to see. I mean, they were, there was a lot of checkdowns from both of them. It was, you know, nothing nothing too crazy. Didn't see anybody, uh, any rip any, but I thought Book looked okay. And McKee towered over the other guys, correct? Well, not Mariota, but yeah. Um, your your first time laying eyes on Matt Patricia in Eagles gear, and mm. sticking to the pencil bit, huh? You know what? I actually like it. It it uh, it escaped me to make time to try to watch Matt Patricia. I didn't spend enough time observing okay. Matt Patricia. So, uh, for all the people saying the uh, the practice notes were uh, exhaustive, that's when I missed. That's on me. I didn't I didn't get enough I didn't get enough time on uh, on Matty P. I saw a photo of him on Twitter. Uh, with uh, him and, and Sirianni before practice. Mm, how do you look? <laughs> Still had the pencil in there, man. Yeah, I mean, so. Like, it's, you've got, <laughs> gotta he's respect gone, the He's bit. gone too far at this point, yeah. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta like respect a, the yeah, bit. If there's anyone who can respect <laughs> yeah. sticking to the bit, it's me. So I give yeah. him credit for that. I mean, I mean, he's been mocked for it. The report came out that, that he doesn't have, that his, his play sheet's laminated, right. right? And still going with the pencil. Yeah, so. Do you think that he has like um, like a preferred pencil type? Like, do you think he's like a real oh, pencil, sure. pencil yeah. file? Uh, and it's like it's always got to be the same. Guy. Or is he just like, give me guy. a pencil? I need a pencil in my ear. No, I bet he's got uh, a, a yeah. particular pencil. You think he's like. got a particular pencil, like yeah. a, whatever number two? Yeah, Ticonderoga number two is my guess. Yeah, okay. I think that'd be a good interview. What's uh, give us your pencil types? Yeah, you should. I think there if anyone go. can do that, you can, Bo. You can what are the chances they story. they let you talk to Matt Patricia this year, Bo? Uh, I'd say like <laughs> half a percent. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. Okay. Look at you with a, uh, yeah. a pop culture reference. Yeah, look at me. I would say, yeah, I mean, I don't know. If I pitch the pencil story, I feel like they're probably not going to want that one. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what Patricia wants. More attention on the pencil. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so, uh, Jalen Hurts, right? We can't go this long without mentioning Jalen Hurts. We talked about the third quarterback competition. Yeah. Jalen is the $255 million man. There he is at practice. Uh, he's he's always been the guy, but he's he's more the guy now. Um, how did he look? What, did it, what was the best play he made? Uh, I thought he made a really good throw. Uh, the first throw of the day was um, like a – a throw over the middle to Quez Watkins, hit him, hit him right in stride, a little zip on it. Um, and he had a nice throw down the left sideline to AJ Brown. I thought it was like one of the more notable things was that AJ Brown was even there. Like of all the people who I expected to not show up, I think AJ Brown would have been probably high on that list. So I thought it was, it was interesting that he was there. Maybe he won't be there next week. Um, it, you know, there was not a ton going on for Jalen Hurts. I thought he looked good. Uh, he, he tried to give Brown and Dallas Goddard some chances to win on the outside. A one-on-one matchup. Darius Slay made some good plays. Um, I thought one of the interesting things, um, and I just just like just to watch this all happen, and you talk about the aura of the, the $255 million man, um, just like watching him when he's done and the twos are in and the threes are in, walk over to the sideline, make his way over to Brian Johnson, who's calling in the plays on the walkie-talkie, and just the two of them, like, going over whatever it is that they're talking about, you know, whatever play they just ran or whatever didn't work, what did work, 
and just to think about those two guys and like we make too, maybe we make too much of their relationship but still just the two of them like as the the shepherds of the offense how far they've come and that they get to work together is is it's just an interesting picture well said i also want to uh amend what i said there i i think it's kind of demeaning to refer to someone by their contract right i mean he's accomplished so much more than simply earning a contract uh i mean i don't know if it's demeaning if it's 255 billion dollars it's demeaning if it's you know i don't know no i i no i i mean i i i think covey the seven hundred fifty thousand dollar man he's 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 created an identity for himself that he's you know franchise quarterback mvp uh, you know um MVP runner up. I, I think constantly referring to him by his 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 his, his contract is not. I, I think that's somewhat un, untoward, un, unless it's I don't think it's it's, re, it, it's relevant to the conversation. I I was a little envious of of you writing wise. I had an editor one time who who said that I, that my, the verb I always need to use when someone says something is said. You know, I I would say I would have like so-and-so laughed so-and-so exclaimed or something like that he said always said yeah i always usually said. stick usually stick yeah. to that and you had one in there blankenship drawed yes. uh and i i bring that up as a way i of, thought this of, was the highlight of the day someone complimented him who was it you for no. looking swole no it was swole. ed kratz uh, oh did, did ed kratz say swole yes yeah he said <laughs> <laughs> and and I got to say that I didn't necessarily think that Reed Blankenship looked that different than he did last year. I didn't think that he looked noticeably bigger. Um, okay. And Ed was like leading him, leading him on like, you're looking pretty good. Like, look pretty. And Reed Blankenship's like, what, what are you talking about? And Ed, Ed's like, look, you look pretty swole. And, and, um, and Blankenship sort of, you know, had good timing, took the room down. He's like, yeah. well, thank you very much. <laughs> He's almost Presley on Sunday. Thank you. Thank you very much. I I know I we sure, I, I sure do appreciate that. Thank you. I know we 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 can't draw any conclusions off of one practice. Or right? draw them. Um, well, then uh, the the uh, I'm assuming Sidney Brown's going to start a safety. Maybe that's a bad assumption. Would you think that that Terrell Edmonds or <laughs> Reed Blankenship have a better chance? Of of starting at safety for the Eagles. What are you laughing at, though? No, one of the comments Tracer got me. Uh, um, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, who do I think is a better chance to start opposite yeah. Sidney Brown? I'm yes. not as Sidney Brown is definitely starting Week One as you are. Um, okay. I think I, th- I mean I think you have to keep as much as they love him. He's still a third round rookie. You got to give him time. Um, he might not be ready to start week one. Um, you know, he made a little, he, he had made a little misread yesterday on a pass over the middle that he tried to jump and uh, sort of misread it. It was, it was too high. Book made a nice throw. Um, not to, not to overvalue one play. I just mean to say that it's a rookie. We got to give him some time. Um, I think I would say that I'm more confident if I, if I had to put a hundred turkeys on the three, guys and say who i'm most likely is going to be in the week one starting lineup i think i might say reed blankenship would have a slight edge hmm. i think it would be very close with those three guys hmm. but I, I i think i have a slight lean towards blankenship hmm. there you go what do you, they, what you say i think terrell Edmonds. i think blankenship's gonna be the third safety but i wasn't i'll defer to you there and look we have a whole training camp too 
determine this. This well, is going to be like every question. single day yeah. training camp. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did Nicobe Dean come up to the sideline, see you in practice, um, and 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 say how you like them apples? Right. I, I mean, what was his uh, after? What would he be boasting at, about about a seven on seven <laughs> spring practice? After 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 your vociferous uh, uh, demeaning of no, I'm kidding, so, of, uh, Mr. Kobe, I am I am but a humble city lawyer <laughs> just doing the job I've been paid to do. Yeah, little Atticus Finch over there. Yeah, but I, <laughs> I but I, I mean, at first of all, in that argument in the in the uh, the courtroom. I never said he wasn't going to be the number one I linebacker. I know, I know, I know. I know. It was all going to be in the pudding. It was a way of asking about Nicobe Team because uh, every I, I I was like the uh, the reader who who read every single practice observation from yesterday, and Nicobe Dean was in was seemingly in the headline of all of them. Yeah, I mean, I didn't I didn't think he did anything particularly notable on the field. Um, those are tough situations for linebackers to begin with, but um, it's all as expected that he's the number one guy and that's what they're rolling with. I think that's fine. Uh, you seem to be a little, um, trying to say this delicately taken by Nolan Smith's body type. Am mm. I wrong? Yeah, he was, he was much, uh, thicker in the trunk than I was expecting. I thought I, you know, I don't know if this was like, uh, I, I had tricked myself into thinking that like we were getting Devonte Smith, the pass rusher or something like that. Yeah. Um, and that's not, I mean, obviously that's not the case, but I thought, I thought he had a little bit more heft to him than I was expecting. Um, you just look at like the guys who make the first impression on you visually, you know, AJ Brown was very much like that. Devonte Smith was definitely like that in a different way. Uh, the two guys who I really uh, like looked a little bit different than I was expecting were Nolan Smith because he was mm -hmm. bigger than I thought. Um, I think he's going to be just fine at that position. And the other one was Rashad Penny who's got like, Real thunder thighs that you sort of see on AJ Brown, and when you see them, you're like, okay, that's why that guy's so powerful. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, I I I saw Nolan Smith most Saturdays um, before he got injured, and in the, in the past few years, I was never worried about his size. And I actually think that what he weighed at the combine was a little taken down because of the injury, right? He he didn't lift as as much leading into the combine. Um, because he had been rehabbing from, from he had been rehabbing from an injury, this could be a similar situation to Lashawn McCoy to Trent Cole, where um, their combine measurements are affected Jason based Kelsey. on what's that? Jason Kelsey. Jason Kelsey. Yeah. Uh, Nolan Smith, as an aside, had a good appearance on the Chris Long podcast. Uh, I listened to that; it was good. Yeah. My biggest takeaway <laughs> is this rule: is this uh, ordinance, I guess. In Savannah, Georgia, where you that can was get out, one take away? <laughs> where you can you can you can get out of jail free on St. Patty's Day. <laughs> they give you a card that if you get arrested, it's not a get out of jail free. You just get released the next morning. Is, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he called it a get out of jail free card. Mm -hmm. I was yeah. Uh, that <laughs> that was your number one takeaway. No, that wasn't my number one takeaway, but I, I thought that was interesting. Hey, um, how about I, Josh? You know, after, after the break, I think we should do a, a review of the Eagles related uh, podcast interviews we've listened to and tell okay. our number one, our number one takeaways. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, but, uh, but, but how about Josh Sweat catching a, a little, well, it was a, a compliment and a stray where 
Chris Long says to him, or or, or says, I saw Josh Josh Sweat doing extra work in the bubble. He didn't do that as a rookie. Yeah. Yeah. That's your, you're like, that's my client. How dare you? <laughs> yes. Yes, for sure. Okay. All right. Why don't we take our break, Zach? Uh, we'll come mm-hmm. back at more thoughts on uh, the first uh, spring practice. And then uh, the one thing from uh, Chris Long's Greenlight podcast that I'd like to discuss. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? (laughs) You mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. All right, back on Burns with Friends, Bo, Marissa, and Zach. Zach has, uh, for the uh, audio listeners, changed from the brick background, given us instead the uh, blurred, drunk vision, uh, blurry background. Where you are, Zach, how are you? So here, I'll give 30 seconds on this. Did I do this on the pod, or did I do it on the cameo that we did before this? I'm conflating the two. Okay, so uh, I spent actual time, like legitimate time, when I got into the hotel planning the backdrop here for the pod, because yesterday, because I, I, I care a lot about backdrops for the pod. You're Mr. But, backdrop. Yeah. But when the sunlight is behind you. Mr. Backdrop, you, make a booty drop. When the sunlight is, is behind you, uh, it, it, you know, it, it blurs you out, right? So I, I was like, all right, this is a bad visual in that case. So then I went with uh, the virtual backdrop. And what I had, what I found when watching that, is that was blurring out half 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 my face too. Yeah. I, I I originally had had an athletic virtual backdrop, but Company you man, see you the athletic before, logo. Yeah. You see the you see the athletic logo, and then you see I, I look like uh, Two Face from Batman, right? You know, uh, you know, you only saw half of it there. And then the same thing was happening with That's the brick the, one. Uh, so second uh, pop culture reference from yes. this episode for those of you <laughs> So then I I went with. Uh, now I just went the normal one and I clicked the blurred thing behind me. I, I don't know why it has to be blurred. It's just it's just a nondescript hotel hotel room. I can go non-blurred. There mm. you go. Yes. And you do look uh, quite dressed up for this episode. This is not the Ospreys, remember? No, I have a whole outfit plan for the Ospreys. No, I, I'm just kidding. There, I don't. <laughs> um, I I, uh, I have a a wedding that once we get off the pod, I need to catch a shuttle to the wedding. In like like 15 minutes after we finish, so I had to shower and get changed before so I can fit this pot in. Is this black tux or a black tie? What do we got? Are we going cufflinks? What, what? Give us the outfit. No, it's just it's just like a suit and a blue tie. It's a blue tie. Okay, nice. With a blue suit or a gray. Is suit? it matching Emily? I good question. I doubt it. I don't know. I I I didn't I didn't run by her what uh, tie I'm wearing, which. Oh, you should, probably did she, she not pick out your outfit? I thought that was generally the order of business. 
pick out my outfit. I thought no, she's what, haven't you said that she doesn't she like uh she'll she'll go shopping and like pick okay. out uh, but you know she's what you wear, she picks the wardrobe. <laughs> Yeah, she doesn't lay out my clothes the night before. Like, like I unfortunately our, our have to do that. So, <laughs> really, with Michael? Yeah. Michael doesn't like. Not, yeah. I swear, it's like he doesn't know how to get dressed without my thoughts on what he's wearing. So, props to you for knowing your outfits, Zach. Yeah. No, I will ask her. Is this like, uh, is this a tuxedo wedding? Is this a a suit and tie wedding, or is this like mm. a you know you, you know jacket, open collar, shirt wedding? So. When she'll say suit, I'll, I'll I'll go with that. Great line in the comments, Emily. It's, it's Emily's in. playbook. You're calling the plays. <laughs> I hey, like that. If, if she's involved, sign me up. <laughs> okay. Uh, and do we do we have any insight into into what Emily's wearing to this wedding? I think it sounded like Marissa was going to ask that. Yeah, I'll I'll find out in thirty minutes. I'll I'll text Marissa a photo. I'm sure I'm sure Emily will post it. But yes. <laughs> I'm sure she, Emily has excellent fashion. I'm sure she yes. will look amazing. I agree. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, Zach. What else you got on uh, on the OTA front? Uh, you know oh, what I, I was mean, interested in yeah. um, the uh, like the backup offensive line situation. Mm. What we were going to yeah. see there, and of course, nothing more on brand for you. Yeah, of course. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Just for just to, just to like set this scene for the listeners. Like these practices, we get seven on seven, and really that's about it, other than position drills. So the defensive line is like on the far side of the field, just doing individual work. So I can't tell you anything about what Jalen Carter did, how Jordan Davis looked, anything like that. Um, the linebackers were on the other side of the field in the corners at, at one point when they weren't doing seven on seven. I did notice when they were doing individual drills that it was interesting that Kyron Johnson was with the linebackers. Yes, Patrick Johnson was with the uh, edge rushers, and then we saw that in seven on seven, Kyron Johnson was was working as a backup off ball linebacker. Uh, interesting to follow. Probably, I don't know. What do you, do you would you read that Zach as a good sign for Kyron Johnson or a bad sign for Kyron Johnson? Probably a good sign for Kyron Johnson. I think they're doing it not as a last resort. They're they're doing it because they want him on special teams but they need to justify it from a numbers perspective right there potentially they're, yeah. yeah they're they're fairly deep at edge rusher like you said um anyway we do get to see even when they're going through position drills you get to see like how the depth chart is looking at, at offensive line and again this is one day's practice it could look different next week it could have looked different on Tuesday um but with no Lane Johnson you had as we said Cam Jurgens at right guard and Jack Driscoll at right tackle, and then the, the the number two offensive line, we had you know speculated about what it was going to look like. Who's the backup left tackle on this team? Uh, on Thursday, it was Roderick Johnson on the left side, followed by Cameron Tom at left guard, Brett Toth at center, Tyler Steen at right guard, and Fred Johnson at right tackle. How confident do you feel, Zach, in your ability to tell the difference between Fred Johnson and Roderick Johnson? 100 percent confident not in terms of like if you saw them in like i know you know their faces differently but in like yeah oh, okay. full, in their backgrounds like if i gave you a uh uh a, a nugget from their bio would you be able to tell i think so is this like a game you prepared it's a game i've thought about in my mind but i didn't prepare it for the game for the show maybe i will give you a yeah fire one was on the steelers uh fred yeah. correct that's my he only was, nugget I know about the two. Yeah, of them. he was uh, he was <laughs> undrafted out of Florida. 
by the Steelers, I believe, correct? I think so. Like, yeah, Roderick's more of the leaner type. All right, like Roderick's longer Bo, leaner. You're muted. <laughs> For our audio listeners, Bo gives a very expressive, uh, unsatisfied uh, view. Oh, of we. Oh, and we lost. We lost Bo, Bo here. Uh, so I'm I'm gonna fill the time here with a quick uh, quick announcement, if you will. I don't. I want to say anything. Uh, announcement shout out to marissa here i am i'm teaching a class at colorado state uh this summer uh virtually and professor berman <laughs> just zach not for just zach um and uh each week is a different module and this week's module that well i should say next week's module coming up um, but when people listen to this pod the upcoming module is audio is podcasting and marissa was one of our guests uh, for it. and she was announced she did an outstanding job there and uh so I'm, i i think the students might be listening to this episode here uh because i i put in the, in the class notes like different things for you know that that's work of the guests that we have that week and marissa i might put this show on so uh shout out to marissa you were awesome on it and i i can't wait for the students to see what what they learned from you I wish you had told me that sooner. I would have asked much more embarrassing questions throughout this episode. (laughs) (laughs) I'm dying to know how that's going, Zach. I mean, I was honored to be a part of it, but like these kids are so lucky to have you as a, as a teacher. That's really cool. And I know how much work you put into it. And I think all the listeners could um, understand how much work that you would put into the course. Do you have a module in that class on the value of taking time off? Hmm. Definitely not. No. Why would? Yeah. Def- definitely, definitely not. No. I mean, a matter of fact, I think one thing that I try to emphasize is never is, take time off. No, the importance of of hard work. Make sure you do writing. extra work in addition to your regular yeah. work over well, the course uh, of your t- uh, your actual time off. I didn't say this in the class, but I if if they're listening, I'll, I I will share it. I I remember a speaker when I was in college saying, "Look to your left and look to your right." And look in front of you and look behind you. Uh, there's not enough job <laughs> said there's not enough jobs for all of you, and you're all gonna be competing maybe for the same job. So how are you gonna be better than your classmate? <laughs> right? It was it was a very like uh, uh, direct, almost crass way to put it. Mm. But uh, and so what you did was mow them all down, just take them <laughs> out one by one by working hard. Well, yeah, I mean, un- unless you're you're so much more talented oftentimes you gotta out 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 outwork somebody else so anyways uh is there <laughs> any like star students that you're like oh that's me <laughs> no, Ooh, good I question i don't say that no i'm i'm still i mean i mean they're all uh working hard and i appreciate them and uh still learning more about them as we go here are there any annoying jackasses and you're like that's Bo? <laughs> <laughs> so for the students, Bo is coming up in a module in three weeks, uh, and his interview was awesome as well. And I I speak very highly of Bo, and I've shared uh, some of Bo's stories already. So yeah, we're cool. doing that. I'm but, I'm sure you're doing an excellent job, Zach. I mean, they're very lucky to have you. So I'm sure you're providing you. a lot of good insight. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate that, mm. and some good um, insight. Yeah, and is there a virtual um, student union? The chat wants to know. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, no, Zach is still angry. He took this job without realizing when without realizing there was no student union involved. 
been uh, complaining about it ever since. <laughs> haven't been complaining. No, that's 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 not true. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, thrilled to be doing it, and a good group of students. Do you find yourself you're you know you're out you're out in the suburbs now? You're close to some some Philadelphia area yeah absolutely. college campuses. Do you find yourself just sitting in a student union to get the experience of being a professor? <laughs> Not sitting in the student union, but I'll, I'll go to coffee shops sometimes to work. And, and like the energy of college students, it, it, it makes the, you know, there's always more energy when there's college students in town. So I was at a place working on a Sunday um, and the college students like, weren't working big, on a Sunday. First of all, nice little hidden flex there working on a Sunday. No, I, I don't mean that as a flex. This was like, yeah, they were all, they were all hung over and, you know, like having coffees to, nurse the hangovers from the night before and um um uh writing something about like the uh, i'm 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 writing <laughs> something mm, can't there. give it away huh? can't, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah can't give it away but uh but my interest I, is peaked I, yeah yeah one of those things when when i was um when was, was it about matt patricia's around. pencil no no, but you hear the conversations and uh, you overhear the conversations, I, I, I should say. And yeah, they were there for a lot of different reasons than I was there, right? So, oh, yes. delicious? No, no, no. They were just, they were having more fun, right? Like I was, I'm, I'm, I'm there writing. They're there recounting the night before. Any good stories from the night before that you heard? I, I had my AirPods in mostly. Yeah, I put them well, back in. You said you overheard. Let's, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, no, I wasn't listening. You, you to took it. him out at some point. Something uh, piqued your interest. <laughs> no. So uh, back to practice. All of a sudden you heard somebody say something about an insomnia cookie and you said, <laughs> let me in on this story. Back to practice here. Let's get rolling. No, we 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 the Fred Johnson game. Oh, the, the Fred Johnson, Johnson game. game. Oh, oh, yeah. stuff here. Which one yes. of them is six foot seven? Uh that that's Fred. Six foot seven. I believe that's a trick question. I think they're both six foot seven. Ooh. No, I don't think Roderick's a six foot seven, is he? I mean, if they have him mm -hmm. left. Uh, they've got oh. Roderick listed at six six, even though at the combine he weighed in at six seven, I think. Yeah. How well do you know your roster, Bo? <laughs> Roderick Johnson at the combine. <laughs> six seven. He shrunk yeah. an inch. Oh, Bo, you're muted we, again. We 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 lost you again there. We lost you again. Uh, while we're, we're waiting for Bo, I, I do want to share one other thing with our audience, Eagles-related. The Eagles will have a joint practice with the Indianapolis Colts leading into that final preseason game. So that will be August 22nd. Um, now, why is that bad news for Eagles fans is because uh, Nick Sirianni will basically treat it's, – it's, it's one day of practice. It's not two days of practice that they have in, in other places. And my guess oh. is Nick Sirianni and Shane Steichen will just treat that practice like the game, right? So yeah. they'll, they'll play all their guys in that setting, add Novacare. Then they'll have the day off, then they'll have the game, and the game will just be back at the roster guys. Because they had the joint practices versus the Browns before that too. So Exactly, which is the main event of the summer for all of us because yes. we get a, a good Marissa update. Yeah. At the combine, Roger Johnson weighed in at six seven, was measured at six seven. Has he shrunk an inch okay. in the league, or are the Eagles lying to us about his height? <laughs> That's the hard hitting journalism you need to get. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, That's... we're gonna need to. I think Marissa, we're gonna need to get me uh, hot shotted like a, a new mic cord or something before the Ospreys, because yeah. if this happens during yeah. the Ospreys, we're in big yeah. we're in big trouble. Yes. Yeah. Because you're gonna be on on a. Uh... 
on remote Wi-Fi too, right? No, I no, we're doing it no, next no, week. So he. Oh, we okay, okay, good, yeah. good. Yeah. Phew. Yeah, we we want the uh, Philadelphia tech companies to know that this is not a Wi-Fi problem. This is a this is a mic problem. Both yeah. Wi-Fi working great. Yes, that's right. And now two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, okay. Any other questions, Zach, on the, uh, the practice? Any other questions about the practice? I would say, um, let me just as, does it make you excited for training camp? Do you feel, are you feeling the juices? You want to run through that brick wall of yours? I, I can't wait for training camp, honestly. Um, so yeah, I'm in agreement there. Uh, yeah, yeah. We should ask Ah, Noah Carter. We got to see Noah Ellis for the first time ever. Ah, yes. Yeah. Mm. Oh. Unless you watched Idaho football, right? <laughs> you a big Vandals fan? What do you think? I guess is you've never watched an Idaho game in your life. Uh, I mean, a full game. That's definitely definitely true. Yeah. Okay. A portion of a game? Probably. A little, a little pre-draft prep. You've done that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, maybe you were watching Josh Allen prep a few years ago and did a, little, a Wyoming versus Idaho. Of course. Of yeah. course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, so Jalen Carter, look, he's top 10 pick. We need to know how he looked. Well, Zach, I don't know if you were listening earlier when I was talking <laughs> yeah. about practice mm-hmm. and I said that the defensive yeah. linemen were on the far yeah. side of the field doing individual drills. Yes. And so I didn't have anything to say about Jalen. Okay. But okay. Uh, the okay. defensive linemen were on the far side of the field during practice okay. doing yes. individual I drills. Was... And so I don't have anything yes. to say, you about, to Jalen say about Jalen Carter. Gotcha. Okay. Fair enough. Um, the, the wide receivers, you had a, a, a note in there, Sirianni uh, coaching up the uh, OZ. Yeah, OZ, OZ. So now we know the uh, the nickname for Olamide Zacchaeus. Um, mm. He did something well in uh, individual drills that, that Sirianni thought was good. And then he was getting on Joseph Ngata for, for working his way inside after a catch. Is it Ngata or is it Nada? No, it's Ngata. It's, yeah, it's not okay. like Haloti Nada. They are it's, not like Haloti Nada. Yeah, it's okay. he is not a Nada. He's an Ingata. He's an Ingata. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. I think that's a. I think we've done enough micro analysis of a a Ju, of a late May practice earlier, whatever June first practice. I think yeah. that's probably enough. The best practice observations remain the practice observations from June 11, thousand nineteen, uh, and those both. No, Bo did a whole thing about birthdays, uh, and it was his. It was his birthday. It's coming up. Happy Bo. birthday to Fran yeah. Duffy today. Mm. Happy birthday, Fran. Hope you had a, have a great day. I believe I uh, is it. Uh, it's either Fran or Coach Flynn, who is the uh, 
the, the number the most guested most guest appearances on Birds with Friends. I think it might I be Coach Flynn, but it no, like Friends second. I don't know. I thought you said it was Fran. I mean, I could be wrong. I mean, two, they both two are goats. Yeah, what are we gonna? I mean, I've got my this is my juice Princeton football hat. So mm-hmm. happy birthday, Fran. All right, Zach. Uh, we know that uh, you know in your many walks, you've been doing lots of uh, listening to uh, the New Heights podcast, the Greenlight mm-hmm. podcast. Anytime anyone even remotely connected to the Eagles appears on any kind of media, uh, what is your uh, mm-hmm. what's your highlight of this media season so far? Well, I, I think Kelsey's always the most revealing on his. Mm-hmm. Right, Kelsey knows how to open a vein. Uh, so I I enjoyed the Kelsey Chris Long podcast. You know they. They had a real that they had really good chemistry. You know, it's like when Bo and Shield were on a pod together. <laughs> um, <laughs> um uh, Howie, I look, I listen to Howie all the uh, whenever Howie speaks, I'd listen, right? Um so he uh wanted a little bit more from him, uh, but I know. What was your biggest takeaway from Howie? Yeah, my biggest takeaway from Howie was the same <laughs> as yours, and we texted about it. Um, uh, there was a moment in the beginning of the interview when Howie was uh, excoriating the idea and like incredulous about this idea of people saying it's like choosing between your kids. Like you, you don't just have a favorite, and he's like, "That's ridiculous. Everybody has a kid that they like the most or that they don't like." Like, imagine listening to that being one of Howie's four kids. Like. <laughs> Dad, what, compete, compete, compete! Right? The, what is going on? Yeah. Yeah. And then you know, a, a natural uh, journalist, Chris Long, asked him, "Well, who is like, what, what's your answer? Then yeah. who's your, who, which kid don't you like?" And he's like, "Oh, no, you're not going to get me there." But yeah. You know, <laughs> so, in his mind, he's got it. I thought that was wild. So, yeah, shout out to Chris Long, the national journalist, the the, net, the natural journalist. I was listening to a one he had recently with D'Amico Ryan's and and Nick Casario, and he he asks D'Amico if he's going to have the coaches sit in first class or the coaches sit in coach. He said different coaches do it different ways. Like Bill Belichick sits in coach. Other coaches sit in first class, right? You know, puts the vets up in first class. Um, and D'Amico like froze. D'Amico didn't know how to answer it. And, uh, yeah, D'Amico's like, well, the coaches work hard too. Right? Oh, interesting. But, uh, but, uh, yeah, I think he's, I think he said he might sit in coach and, and let the vets sit in the front. Um, because, because, uh, you know, Chris Long joked with him about about giving a non-answer for it and said, you know, all the vets are going to be listening to this pot now talking about right. it, right? So so then D'Amico was like, yeah, we'll let them sit in first class. Oh, wow, what a win for Chris Long on behalf of the, those vets. Yeah, but uh, Belichick sits in coach, so. You like that? Yeah, I mean, I coach and coach, right? <laughs> yeah, but I mean – He's he, this is one of your guys, but you don't follow what he does. You're a first class kind of man. No, I'm not. I don't know where that comes from. Listen, um, I've seen those upgrades. I've seen them in person. I I I, I actually <laughs> have to get into that. I very no. If if I am upgraded, I, I I often look for someone to sit there sometimes. But we don't have to get into Wait, that. Um, you look for someone else to sit in your upgraded seat. I, I don't often get upgraded, but yeah, I've, I've yeah, I feel sometimes. like you get yeah. upgraded. Wait, enough. so you'll give it up? Yeah, I, I really don't. Uh, we don't have to get into this here. We don't. Have to I mean, this is the man who gave away his birthday. 
What's that? Do not give it up if they upgrade you. That's like the best thing ever. Like when you no, get if the you're, if you're with the other writers, right? You you want to sit with the group. So oh, no, no, you don't. No, I'll be like peace Why? out. See you after the it's flight. It's not like anyone wants to talk on the flight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so uh, moving on here. Um, <laughs> I thought, uh, yeah. So, so Nolan Smith on on Chris Long, that was a good one. I thought, you know, Nolan yeah, Smith he, he, seemed like, he seemed like unlike Bill Belichick, Nolan Smith seemed like a man after your own heart because he was very easy with the expletives. He was working real blue. <laughs> yeah, look, he, I I like when they talk naturally, right? Uh, so Chris Long has has a way of 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 getting that out of you. Yeah. Okay. What was it, it from a football perspective? Anything big from uh from Howie that you took away? No, no, okay, no, certainly not. Did did you? Okay, I'd have to listen back. There was there was one, there was there was one thing that I that I found particularly. Oh, oh yeah, I I I liked how he said, um, that uh, hold on, I'm trying. Okay, sorry. Uh, there's a blow dryer on in the background. Mm. One, I, I, I didn't you, want that. To... Can you give us the insight now on what Emily's wearing? <laughs> um, so <laughs> I want to get. So uh, Howie said, "If you're, I, I thought this was a great point that if you're trying to copy the Super Bowl team, you're a year too late, right?" And I, I, th I thought that was a really good, astute point to make, and because so often teams are, are trying to do what the successful teams do, but like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with Howie on, on this. If, if you're trying to catch up to somebody, then, then they're already ahead of you, right? Uh, you should be trying to get ahead of them. You, you should be trying to do things that are different, that are, you know, find what isn't done and major in that, in my opinion. Well, and he was also saying like, there's not a lot of, it, like their philosophy doesn't change, right? It's it's always going to be yeah. build along the lines, build along the lines, have a good quarterback, like, and that's yeah. that's fine. That's not some crazy philosophy, but yeah. I think there's probably like too much made of the idea of like trying to do what the Super Bowl teams are doing. Like, first of all, it's easier said than done, and like, what does that mean? Like, try to have a great quarterback, or like, you know, like follow the Rams model, but like, that's not even possible for yeah. most teams, and so. Well, I don't know. Well, I, think, I, think I think that's overstated to some degree. Well, I, I think Howie, uh, I mean, he 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 might have learned. I, I thought in 2018 they tried doing what they did in 2017, which mm. which was find market inefficiencies with with these veteran players who are on cheap contracts, right? And then what they realized is like there's a reason why you can get these guys cheap. You know, Mike Wallace got hurt, Haloti Nada got hurt. You know, they were you're not going to get Chris Long and Patrick Robinson. Every time, right? And, and so, uh, and actually, they 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 did it a, a little differently here. So uh, this year, you know, the players that they brought in were were on the on the on the younger side. They they were looking for draft pedigree, one year contract guys, right? So it's pretty interesting the way they approach it sometimes. All right, Zach, I know you got to go. We'll keep this one tight. Mm -hmm. uh, I do want to know: Does it make you feel uneasy that there's someone in the comments who said he saw you where you are? I'm in Boston. You can say where okay. I am. I'm in Boston. Being down, uh, yeah. I see. I, I if you saw me, come and say hello. Right. What's your yeah. favorite beans? Black bean in a burrito. 
Okay. And no, I would say edamame. Edamame beans. Oh, is my interesting. Food. Yeah. What about you, Marissa? Yeah, really. Um. Well, like chickpeas. Do they count? Like garbanzo beans. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big chickpea fan. So, I'll go chickpeas and then probably chickpeas and then probably black beans. What about you? Or the coffee bean. Oh, nicely done. That's got to be the answer. Post yeah. frozen on the screen. Oh, there no, you go I was debating whether to make a joke. I'm not going to make the joke. <laughs> What's Thank the joke? You. Classic. It's a it's a classic uh, garbanzo beans joke. Save What's it for the another joke? time. What's the? <laughs> but what? I think the coffee bean is the right answer. Okay. It's good. But if we're if we're going edible bean, I mean, you could still eat a still eat a coffee bean. Uh. I like, I like a pinto, I like a pinto bean, I like a black bean. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Grace, cousin Grace in the chat says vanilla bean. Vanilla bean, nice. Ah, uh, yeah. Take it from my heart. I'm a sweet tooth. Soybean. <laughs> yeah, but I I would say to Edward, if if you see me in the wild, come say hello, right? Like I I I would have loved to ask what we need to do better on the pod, <laughs> which is 100 percent what I would have asked you, which is 100 percent what I would have asked you. Yep. And Bean Town. In Bean Town. Yep. There you go. Well, yeah, that's why that that's, was the whole That's why he's asking the question. Of the thing. Yeah. Oh. Come here, oh, Marissa. Yeah. Come I on. was wondering how we got on the bean. Usually you're the one who's good. listening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get to blame the pregnancy brain fog thing <laughs> for that. Yeah, what's my excuse, right? It just like clicked in my head. I was like, not sure yeah. how we got here, but Bean Town. Yeah. 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 Claire F says if I ever met Zach or ZB, I I I'm definitely going to say longer pods. Claire, if you say that, I would say respectfully, yes. Um, I know you're a minion, so. Mm. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Uh, well, we will be back next week. I don't think we will have another pod before. We won't. Oh, okay. The Ospreys. Okay. So get everybody get your rest. Make sure most you can likely. stay up for next Thursday night at 9 o'clock. Most likely. No guarantees. No refunds. June 8th. June 8th. A celebration, a little, a little uh, birds with friends baby shower, and uh, a look back at the unbelievable season that was for the Philadelphia Eagles. So, uh, look forward to that. For Marissa and Zach and Roderick or Fred, whichever one it is, I'm Bo. We thank you for listening. We will talk to you next week. And as always, we love. You.